Um, boys, I apologize for my lateness and my delayedness. Um, been getting back into the uh, the old gym. I'm at the I'm at the point of soreness where everything is now a workout outside of the gym mm-hmm. because everything hurts and doing anything like getting in a car and driving over here takes a monumental amount of mental and physical fortitude. Um, and I'm just happy to be back. I'm just happy to be here. What'd you work out last night? What did I work out last night? <sighs> yeah. I worked out today. Why don't you ask me what I worked out today? What'd you work out Arms. today? Arms. What'd you do? I'm trying to get my biceps ready for the summer. Just arms? Just my arms. <laughs> <laughs> Just my arms. Um, being the region from my wrist up to the shoulder region, but not the shoulders. So forearms as well. Just the arms. No, the arms in general. <laughs> what was that? Um, yeah, you know, I've heard some some uh, philosophies that you don't just exclusively work out arms. Well, the the mm-hmm. the philosophy yeah, because like a lot of you know chest and back and shoulder exercises also oh, engage yeah. biceps. No, but, I I absolutely I, uh, I did no? uh, absolutely right. Tanner. I did I did uh, in reality I did. Those are just your glamour, your glamour <laughs> muscles you're worrying about, Max. I'm uh <laughs> I'm gonna be a layer of solid labor of flab under everything, but man, am I gonna look good in a tank top because those <laughs> biceps are gonna be ripped. Out of their minds. We're going to be ripped. Um, you should really go for the uh, Popeye look. The philosophy. Just focus on forearms. The philosophy is they're, they're, people think that if they work out a certain body part, they will lose weight in that area or shape up that area. When in reality, it's about how your muscles work together. And I very much did chest, uh, back, and Arms or something? I don't know. I did workouts that isn't exclusively arms. All I know is that I'm in pain, uh, and the day before I did legs, so those were in pain. Um, but here I am, and I'm ready to do another movie podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be discussing everything in the news this past week, including that Joker teaser trailer that's coming tomorrow. We also got a sneak peek at that poster. We also got to take a look at a new Avengers teaser, which we're going to break down for you. We're going to talk a little Avengers action. Jesse Eisenberg's in a new movie. What's he doing there? Looks like a little artistic thing. We're going to talk about that, too. whole lot going down right now on Cinemastic. It's time to dive in. Up. I usually say it's time to dive in this or no, this is Cinemax Dick. It's We're time. not we're not doing it again. No, I, I feel like I feel I feel like no well no that's we're not doing it again. I'm just <laughs> I'm just commenting on as I feel like I okay. do one in front of the other typically. I felt like I wanted to change it up. Um quick shout out, by the way. I just wanted to say this. I texted our friend Kelsey. And I won't say your last name on here because I don't know how people are about having their first and last name on a podcast. But her name is Kelsey, and she is a listener. And I sent her a message, and I said, hey, we're trying some new things on the podcast. Keep an eye out for them. Keep an ear out for them mm. would be more I of an you did there. analogy. And um, 
And uh, I said, I don't know if, you li- or if you're still tuning in every week, but if you are, just keep an eye out for it, an ear out for it, and uh, let us know what you think. And she replied. Well, let me tell you what she replied. I don't want to misquote her. I don't want to misquote old Kelsey here. She's not old either. I don't know why I said old Kelsey. She is very young, our age. Yeah, you're starting to narrow down the, she the says, Kelsey's in the local She area. says, absolutely. I listen every week and honestly look forward to every podcast. And boys, that's what it's all about. She's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, when I mean, I'm not going to lie. The last podcast was pretty funny. Yeah, it was good. It uh, was good. My favorite part was just hearing about Tanner's week in Colorado. It could get a lot more explicit from that too, but we we kept it G. I, I appreciate don't that. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but Kelsey, thank you so much for listening. And that's 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 what we do it for. We do it for the people who get joy out of hearing our movie takes and listening to our stuff about our lives. Because one of the new things we're trying is we're going to keep it loosey-goosey, as they would say. We're going to just, uh, you know, loosey-goosey. talk about our, uh, we're going we're gonna to share stories and talk about movies. We're going to have a good time. Um, you know, I wasn't sure how this week was going to get off to um, yesterday. I really wasn't. But then... You know, I went and bought myself a pair of red shorts, and I mean, how can you have a bad week when you buy yourself a pair of red shorts? What what brand? The Old Navy Active brand. They had uh, their mm. mesh shorts on sale. It was a nice, like, a hyper red, almost. Almost as red as this cord here. It's not just a standard red. This is orange. You think that's orange? 100%. I feel like that's a that's hyper. That's a reddish That's a, that's a hyper red. Put it next to your case. Your case is clearly orange. The ca- cable is Ooh, red. That's a mix. That's reddish orange. <laughs> Jordan's going to check exactly what color this ca- cable is. It should say on the pack. I believe that's more of a red. That's hardcore carrot, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. I think uh, I think you should have your eyes checked. You may have a serious colorblind issue. Orange. Um, also, a little thing to throw in the news. Um, we're going to move our Christopher Nolan podcast back because... I am unprepared, and I want to make sure I give a fully advised, fully informed discussion on that, and I want to rewatch all of Christopher Nolan's movies and then talk about it. So we're going to push that back to end of April, May-ish, and uh, have a good time with it then. A whole month. How long have you listened? How many? How many? How many movies have you watched already? Have you rewatched them all? Uh, Memento, Inception, Interstellar, The Prestige, uh, Insomnia. To be fair, this is what you watch literally every week, so this is going to be nothing different. I, I don't need to. I, I mean, some of them I haven't seen in a while, but I don't need to rewatch them because I watched them so many times. You're right. You're right. I just want to. I want to be more prepared for it. I feel like I'll. How be many have you seen? Down. Lately. I haven't watched the Dark Chris- Knight. I haven't watched a Christopher Nolan he movie watches for that month. Every I watched day. I watched the Dark Knight quite Goes a lot. Goes to sleep to it every You know night. what? <laughs> That's one of my favorite movies. That could just be your answer so. to every Christopher Nolan question that we have. And we'd be okay with that. I'd be remiss to mention the Dark Knight and not give my Heath Ledger joke impersonation. So here it goes. No. Please no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um Do you want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> Nice. Nice. And there it is. <laughs> nice. What? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh Let me get into character. Let me get into character. 
I thought you already were in character. So I stuck a plate in my mouth and started doing this to myself. That's, that's Tanner, how are you doing that's over there? That's another bit. You know, I've <laughs> been better. Hey, uh, update. There is an open ticket for Avengers if you are interested. You want to come see it with a bunch of people you've never met? It is for sure. Well, if we rewind here like a month or two... um. Oh yeah, we had a thing going, <laughs> did we not? Yeah. Well, Tim bought your ticket, so. Well, I'm I not going with you guys. <laughs> Why not? I'll go by myself. Dolby, eleven o'clock. AMC will not say the the rest because I don't want our fans to. You can sit next to me. The theater. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Can I have a little cinematic sandwich. Did you someone be... bail on you? He bought one extra ticket and well, for people who won't make it. Mm. 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 It's going to be a late one, though, by the way. It's at 11. Yeah. And the movie's three Tanner's hours. Tanner's a night owl, though. We're going to be at Thursday, we're gonna be, right? Yeah, we're going to yeah. be home by 4 o'clock in the morning. No, 3. It's a three-hour movie. We're going to be home by 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It's on a Friday, though. It was an easy day. Well, I thought it was a thir- oh, oh. Thursday okay. and a Friday. Yeah. I mean, Friday's just the, the fall off into the weekend. You're practically not doing anything on Fridays mm, anyways, you know? Sure. I'm hoping, uh, I'm hosting a little nap sesh at my place beforehand. Roll out the sleeping bags. Got some couches. Tim, I told you once more to not use your secret language for your group orgies on this podcast. I said it before, now and I'll say it again. You just, you just exposed. Well, he needs to, he needs, he needs to know. Let's go into what, <laughs> you know what? Let's start talking about movies. Let's start talking about movies. Let's talk about what we watched this week. And I want to kick off with what we watched this week with a movie review of a little Netflix ditty called The Dirt. I watched that last night before I went to bed, and I would like to do a quick review on The Dirt. So. This is a, and I, you know, whatever. This is a historical event, I suppose, since it's like a classic rock band. There's no. Oh, the one about Motley Crue? That is correct. And so uh, I'm going to go ahead and just, you know. I, I haven't even heard it, of can this. There, can there be spoilers for Machine a, Gun a bio? Kelly's in it. Oh. So you know it's high quality. Oh, yeah. It's this, a... this, guy, this, this guy named uh, Jeff Tremaine directed it. And by this guy named Jeff Tremaine, I mean the of, director of the Jackass yes. trilogy <laughs> was chosen. Appointed as director of this movie, which, again, let me go over what his well-known works are. He's directed a few episodes of Ridiculousness, um, or he produced Ridiculousness, uh, robbed at Dirtex Fantasy Factory, um, Bad Grandpa, .5, Bad Grandpa, Jackass 3.5, Jackass 3D, Jackass 2.5, Jackass 2, Jackass 1, Jackass 1.5, Jackass 24-Hour Takeover, Jackass... Oh, no, Robin Big. He's an executive producer on Robin Big. Um, and for whatever reason, they're like, hey, let's hand Jeff Tremaine the biopic to Montley Crew. Now, given that this is really Jeff Tremaine's like first debut into a movie that's going to be widely seen... And that's an actual movie. I disagree. Bad Grandpa. <laughs> that's an actual movie. That's like not just scripted setups. Bad and Grandpa. Point five. Yeah. Um. I, I I will give him a little bit of credit. It wasn't as bad as as you'd think for a first time director. But 
Um, I did not like this movie at all. I did not like this movie at all. Um, it's got performances from Douglas Booth, who plays Nikki Six, uh, Ewan Rion, or whatever his name is, Mick Mars, and Ewan here is also better known as the Game of Thrones character Ramsey Bolton. Oh yeah. Um, it's got Daniel Weber as Vince Neil and Machine Gun Kelly for God knows why as Tommy Lee. Um, man, I did not like this. <laughs> I did not like this movie at all. The main reason I didn't like this is because I felt like they were glorifying being an asshole, and I I didn't I didn't appreciate it. I just felt gross watching it. This is a group mm-hmm. of just straight up assholes being assholes to each other, being assholes to other people, committing felonies, <laughs> just being awful, awful people. And people are probably like, well, duh, what do you think? It's the 80s and 70s. They're a classic rock band or a rock band. What do you think is going to happen, Max? Well, I knew that was going to happen. My problem with it is that the movie like glorified their behavior in a way that just it didn't it just felt like I was watching a jackass movie. Honestly, I just felt like I was watching four actors behave like jackasses for a lot of the movie. Hmm. Um, they they have this one bit they keep they kept rolling through about these guy about the <laughs> about the band having sex with other people's girlfriends that were important to the band. Like the the manager, one of the managers they meet and whatnot. He comes to their first show. He signed them to their first record deal, and then they go to knock on Vince Neil's. Uh, <laughs> Uh, dressing room door it says it's time for the show and they open the door and he's banging his manager's girlfriend and there was like literally four or five scenes of them like banging other people's girlfriends and that was the joke it's like I see you've met blah blah's girlfriend and then Pete Davidson who has a role in this who actually wasn't too bad literally quote unquote looks into the camera and goes never leave your girlfriend with Motley Crue because they will fuck her and I'm just like <laughs> I'm just like this is I hate this so much. This is the it sounds d- pretty gross. It's the dumbest, dumbest pretty thing. Pretty dirty. Yeah. On top of again, mm. and they're glorifying it's it. It's like, yeah, dirt. man, go get that dude's girlfriend. Go, and then Pete Davidson's character, who's a real life person, and they're basing this off a book that the Motley Crew wrote. Is like <laughs> the guy Pete Davidson basically speaking for the guy is like, I was devastated when I found out six years earlier. But you can't leave your girlfriend alone with Motley Crew. I'm like. <laughs> It just, again, and another thing by glorifying it is that they made every single girl they had sex with in this movie look like just obviously goddess angel women. And it's just like, it just, the way they glorified this with that as well, just like, it just, everything about it seemed gross. Like you, if you behave like a jackass, then all these women are going to flaunt to you. And it just, everything about it, everything about it was gross to me. I hated it. I didn't like the movie really at all. There was... And that was the main reason why is because the glorification of them just being assholes. Um, other than that, I thought there were some decent performances. Um, for instance, I thought, uh, let me go back to that's the guy's name. I thought uh, Douglas Booth as Nikki Six, Six, Nikki Six was actually, was actually pretty good. Um, uh, Ewan Rayon, I'm sorry, I'm butchering his name. I have no idea how to pronounce it, but um, was good as Mick Mars. He's kind of the older gentleman. He's the older guy in the band, and is the only person who doesn't come off like a total asshole out of all of them. Daniel Weber is pretty good as Vince Neil. 
Machine Gun Kelly as Tommy Lee is awful and the worst. I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't understand why he is cast. Tanner just threw up. Yeah. I don't understand why he is cast. And I also don't understand why he's his acting name is Machine Gun Kelly still. I don't like. I, I lead, he's as still I, more of a rapper. As I pointed out last like, time, you brought that up. You know how long The Rock was The Lady Rock? Lady Gaga is still Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is not the equivalent of a name of Machine Gun Kelly. There's people named Lady. It's their stage name. Mm. It's their stage name, sure, but like, it's like Lady Gaga, Machine Gun Kelly. It's like clearly those are like not the same in the way that they appear on a credit roll. Mm. Mm. I disagree. I don't know. Is Machine Gun Kelly not a more ridiculous name? The Rock was The Rock in movies for a very long time. Was he? I'm pretty sure he was Dwayne Johnson for- I think it was like Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. It was how he was promoted and when he started, you know, for a couple of years. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. But- um. I don't understand the casting of Machine Gun Kelly. I don't. No, I don't get it. Actor. He's not a good actor. And what <laughs> other movies has he been in? Wasn't he in another uh, one recently? He, Bird, Bird Box, Bird Lunchbox. Yeah, and that was he was also awful in that. They're just like, hey man, just um, that might be it for this Tommy Lee character. Just be yourself. That's pretty much all you have to do. And he did a great job. Hey, he was easy a, for the director. He was a total douche, and it was amazing. Um. Also, another thing I didn't like about this movie was it was jumping from place to place so fast, so quickly. I we we literally like I felt like at one point in the movie we we're in 1984, 1988, and I'm not joking. Two or three minutes later, it's 2004. I have like no idea when that jump happened and how we got there. Um, Time flies when you're having fun. It's just not a good movie. Didn't didn't like it at all. I think for entertainment value, if you want to see shock value, if you just want to see um, loads of sex, drugs, and rock and roll, I suppose it does a good depiction of that. Um, but by the end of the movie, I felt gross watching it. And I'm actually kind of a Motley Crue fan. I like a lot of their songs, but I'm going to be honest, it makes it really hard for me to want to listen to Motley Crue again. <laughs> I actually listened to them on the way into work today trying and played a song just to see and I'm just like, mm, this isn't hitting with me as much as it used to, <laughs> because it's just, it's just bad. Um, there's a scene with Ozzy Osbourne in here as a guy playing Ozzy Osbourne. Does a really good job of playing Ozzy Osbourne, mm-hmm. but uh, that's a really mm-hmm. gross scene. Another just gross out do you scene bite that they the, do. Uh, the head of a bat off? No, no, it's probably worse than that. Does he kill a dog? No. no. Did he do that? No, a bat. Yeah, he killed a bat. I, I know he killed a bat. Was but the did bat he kill a... dead already? Though the bat was dead already. The bat like fell from the sky and landed on the. And someone just threw it up. Or, there. or or he swatted it out of the sky and it was killed. I can't remember. I can't remember. I think he swatted it or someone threw the bat on stage and then he bit the. He just was really high on drugs a lot of the time. I can't believe he's alive. Um. So for me, uh, the the biggest drawback to the dirt was that, as I said earlier, glorifying the just absolute terrible human behavior that Motley Crue exhibited, and 
at the end of the movie, it tries to give you this feel-good leave-off, like, we're back, we're Motley Crue, we're together again, we're family type of thing. And I'm like, I don't give a shit about any of you. You guys are all assholes. And I don't I don't care about any of you, and I don't want you to have a happy ending type of... Not in like a way I hope you die or anything. Just... I don't want this movie to have a really happy ending. I just didn't. You don't. You don't believe in redemption. Uh, no, because they try <laughs> go through the redemption arc like three different times, and they still turn out to be douches three different times. So, um, the dirt. If you're wanting to throw something on, I suppose give it a watch. I, I don't think it's totally unwatchable. But for me, out of five, which is going to be marked in my letterbox, I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it a two out of five. I'm going to give it a two out of five. Uh, didn't really like it. Never going to watch it again. Hope it's a race from my memory so I can enjoy Motley Crue's music again. Um, but yeah, not, not the biggest fan of that. So that's my movie review of the week. And that is what I watched this week as well. So Tanner, didn't what have you, you watched? also watch Call Me By My Name? Oh, yeah. Uh, let me talk about that. I did. I watched Call Me, Call Me By Your Name. Um, incredible movie. Beautiful movie, wonderfully shot. Um, there are some explicit scenes in there that. <laughs> uh, there's. I'm not. I'm not gonna explain. Uh, I'm not gonna do that. But um, it's it's definitely an explicit sexual movie between two male lovers. Um. And whether you're okay watching that or not is your prerogative. I have no problem watching a movie like that. It was it was overall a beautiful movie. There was one scene that no matter what their sexuality was, it's gonna make you uncomfortable. Just to just give you a heads up. It's gonna make you uncomfortable. No matter what it is. It's it's a little it's a little far into the sexual um taboo type of thing. Um, but let's just talk about the movie in general. Army Hammer, Ch- Timothy Chalamet, phenomenal performances. Someone else who had a great performance in this movie that I loved as well was the father in uh, Call Me By Your Name, and he goes by the name of, if I can pull him up here, Michael Stuhlberg. Michael Stuhlberg. He's been in A Serious Man, A Shape of Water. He's a character actor for the most part. He's in a lot of things. Um... But he was phenomenal as the father in this as well. I loved his performance. Something that I really, really liked as well is that he knew <clears throat> he knew his son was, by the end of the movie, he kind of knows, he, he has an idea that Timothy Chalamet's character, Elio, was having a sexual relationship with uh, Oliver, who's Ar- Army Hammer's character. And the way his dad talks to Timothy, uh, or Elio, is extremely tender and heartfelt and caring. And I would, the way he talked to Elio is the way I would hope any parent would talk to their kid when they know that I know that you, you know, Hey, I know you're gay type of thing. Like, it's okay. You can let us know we're here for you type of thing. And he delivers this really touching monologue at the end of the movie. It almost made me cry. Actually, it was very well done, very well delivered. And his character is just this caring, lovable guy throughout the entire movie and it it i i would hope i would hope that any kid who grows up gay and comes out of their parents would 
their parents would behave much like uh, Michael Stuhlberg's character did in Call Me By Your Name. Um, the movie takes place in Italy in the 80s in a small town in Italy. So, of course, it's going to be super atmospheric. It's going to have beautiful shots. The lighting is perfect. There's a nostalgia from the film. There's uh, beautiful colors. Um, it's just everything. The setting, the characters. It just is a, a nostalgic, beautiful trip to 1980s Italy. And you you get to grow with these characters, see what these how these characters come to be. Um, I loved Elio. I loved Timothy Chalamet's performance in particular. He got nominated for an Oscar in this. He where he goes from being this kind of timid person around Oliver to kind of discovering himself with Oliver there and falling in love with him. It was it was a beautifully well done scene because you kind of see him um, really face this head on and it, it kind of just like happens type of thing. And it just was a really, really well done character. The, the arc of it was... He just has a full arc as a character, and I absolutely loved his performance. And Army Hammer was great, though. I do have a problem with Army Hammer. I think it's his voice, but I can't see past him being a preppy douchebag from the social network. <laughs> I I can't I can't I think it's his voice, but like he, he he I don't know if he has much charisma, and maybe some people would say the opposite, but his charisma comes off of very cocky douchey but maybe that's just the characters he plays i mean he did play the character the cocky douchey guy in social network he, two of them he, two of them yes oh, yeah. and then he was a uh, kind of cocky and douchey in this movie a little bit um i think he's getting typecast as this type of character but uh, army delivered a pretty good performance as well and there's something to be said about the commitment for these actors Army and Timothy, as far as I know, Timothy is straight, and Army is absolutely straight. He has kids. He's married, his wife, and kids. Um, the commitment that they well, sh- he th- could still be bisexual. He could be at least. He could be. Um, but if we were just to if we were just to presume that he's one hundred percent straight, the commitment he gave to this role is, I mean, it's it's incredible. It's incredible, especially in today's day and age. Like I feel like that's that's something to be said because there's a, probably a lot of and that's and. Because it's the time we're in, there's probably a lot of people who just be uncomfortable with having to play that part. And it makes sense because it, same with a woman who would have to be in a part like that too. It's like, I'm not comfortable with doing this with someone of the same sexuality. I would prefer to be with a person that I'm sexually attracted to because that's something they have to act through. Um, I don't know. It's it's a really it's a really beautiful movie. I loved it. I gave it a four out of five on, on Letterboxd. It's... Um, I, I have to recommend you watch it because it's so good. And yeah, yeah. There's an interesting conversation to be had there too. If you're like truly uncomfortable, and I have some friends who do not want to watch this movie and I'm not calling them this at all, but there is a, there is a conversation there. At some point, do you think it that there's maybe a little bit of, would it be considered like some form of, phobia if they don't want to watch a movie where there's intense homosexual scenes or would you say no is that too deep to even discuss on this type of podcast would you say it's some some kind of homophobic if they don't if they're just like i'm not watching that movie or do you think it's totally 
you know, hey, it's I understand it's a little uncomfortable to watch. I mean, if you're okay with watching a film that depicts like graphic heterosexual sex, but not homosexual sex, then yes, I would say the only difference there is that homophobia is present. Yeah. I mean, I I, I want to play down. I'm not saying your friends are homophobes, but no, I mean, yeah. maybe. They, because cause I, I know people Maybe who are, they need to confront some things about sure, themselves. Sure, sure. And to be fair, I, to be fair, I remember you asking me to watch Moonlight. And I was, yep. like, I, I was like, I don't know if I want to watch Moonlight. I don't know. Now I'm going to go watch Moonlight because I've obviously like, why do I care? Why do I care? I'm going to go watch Moonlight. I'm totally okay with gay people. Why would I be, why would I have feel any different in watching Moonlight? So, um, that was now given that was about two or three years ago when you asked, that was like when Moonlight came out. I remember. Yeah. Um, so that's definitely something I like, you know, why I'm going to go watch the movie. It's a good movie. It, It depicts two lovers and that's how I feel about call me by your name now. Um, I don't, so I don't want to say it's, it's weird. So, cause Tanner, let me ask you. So, I know that some of the people I know who would not want to see this have no problem with like gay people in general. Like they have no like by all means be gay, flaunt it, be yourself, get married, whatever, but they don't want to watch something like this movie. It's a fine line cuz I feel like they're they're I don't know. I don't know if it's 100% homophobia or if it's just like, you know, I need to maybe confront that. I don't know. I don't know. This might be getting too deep for this type of podcast, but it's just it's an interesting it's an interesting topic. I don't think any of my friends, from my opinion, I don't think any of my friends are homophobes. I I don't. I know some of them probably would not want to watch this movie, but I don't think they're homophobes. It's weird. It, it's I I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? What do you think if you're Tanner? What if like you're if you're like, I mean, could I, you someone I, chip in on this discussion? I'm just talking to I mean, myself. You guys are just staring at me. Jesus, I'm trying I, to have I, a serious honestly, discussion well, here. I, mean, I honestly wanted to see where you'd go with this. I, well, what do you think if it's tr- 100 truthful? Where, where they, like, it's hard to do. They not want to watch it because it's like a romantic drama, or do yeah. they not want to watch it because it's a romantic drama about two men? It, it's hard like, to say without the full background and backstory and personality of the person. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but the main reason why is because I'm not really into romantic movies about two people falling into love, but that's just a personal preference. Yeah. Now, again, there are explicit scenes in here that would make, again... There's something about like an orange. Yes. I've heard about this. There's there's something involving... Apricot. There's something involving an apricot (laughs) in this movie that is extremely explicit and just straight up disgusting. It's like a... What are those little cupcakes called? Ding dongs with the cream in the middle. Would you shut up? Jesus Christ! What? what? Oh no, no! Yeah, it's it's <laughs> so, it's this it's so, not it's not. I've Max and I Max so Max messaged me after seeing this. And he 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 brought up that scene, so I looked it up on the internet. It's, it's very. Was that not loud enough? Well, no, no. I was just meeting, um, I was just bringing you down a little bit. It's a it's a very uh, interesting scene to say the least. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, when I read, it, I was like, "Wow!" Yeah, and it's so the the movie doesn't do it justice. Apparently, uh, the book is a lot more graphic with what actually happens. Um, 
So all you have to do is, if you're curious, look up Call Me By Your Name apricot scene, and you'll get yeah. a, a very detailed rundown of what happens. Yeah, it's also based off a novel, uh, and the novel gets even more explicit than that, than what you see in the movie. And Did you go and read the book? No. Mm. I'm not going to read that book. I There are some gross things in that book that I don't care to read. Mm. That, that has nothing to do... Mm. That it has nothing. Mm. To, <laughs> <laughs> it has nothing to do with the two main characters being gay. Uh-huh. Like, are you are you okay with the idea of your lover wanting to see your poop and help you poop? So there's nothing between the two of you. That happens in the book. I don't want to read anything like that. It gets a little freaky. I'm like. At that point, it's like, okay, you're crossing the line. No, I. But that's so beautiful. I don't think I'd want (laughs) anyone to see me poop. I would have no mystique left at that point. If someone helped. Without that, then I don't really have anything. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have a personality, I just have mystery. (laughs) So so that's all you're holding on to. Yeah. (laughs) Oh God! If you've seen me poop. You've seen oh, everything. God. <laughs> um, but but I, I do want to say I think just to be fair, I don't think I don't think <laughs> you are technically homophobic if you don't want to watch the movie just because there's two there's two men. I mean, if your only reason things. is that it's because two men, then I would say yes. Yeah, and that's totally that's totally your opinion. It's a fair opinion. Um, I just, I don't know. It's it's a it, there's also a product of the the time and age we're in, the generation we're in, that a lot of things kind of are handed down from people that have nothing to do with you, that and kind of imply that stuff like that would be uncomfortable. Hey, but, here's the thing. You know. But again, I really want to enforce, there's some stuff in here that happens in this movie that I wouldn't want to watch straight people doing in a movie either. So it's uncomfortable. I mean, I'll watch anything. But um, the, dir- <laughs> the director, Luca Guadagnino? Guapapavli. I don't, I'm not even going to oh, try. It's oh a very Italian sounding last name and I... All I do is butcher names on this. Um, oh, did I fade out? Um, I brought is messing with the volume. I, I, I just brought you guys down to halfway. Can you hear me? Yes, okay. yes. I'm bringing you both down to six um, and a half. I'm, I'm bringing everyone down to six and a half. It just sounds a little bit better. Oh, okay. Um, he went on to direct the Suspiria remake, which I still want to see. Oh, yeah. I still want to see Call Me By Your Name. I've just never gotten around to it. Do you have Amazon Prime? They do. Is it on Prime? Is it Prime or is that Stars? Uh, I think so it's on which one. I think it's, it's a Prime I, movie, isn't it? I think it's on Prime Stars. If you have a Stars subscription, yeah, so that yeah. Um, he's announced intentions, or at least he wants to make a sequel, which seems like call me by your name. yeah. That would be a weird thing to do. Um, <laughs> Army Hammer has recently been quoted like an interview. I don't remember the exact quote, but he he thinks it's kind of a goofy idea. Army Hammer? Yeah. He yeah, he doesn't it. think it should be a sequel, but he also said like if everyone was on board again then sure. Uh, yeah, why have to why um, have a sequel to an intense ro- romantic drama? That doesn't make It's not like that's just I mean, this isn't like after. sleeping in Seattle or you got mail and it's just like um, the, it is weird. It is but, weird. 
this movie originally came to my attention because I'm a Sufjan Stevens fan, and he has, I think, two original songs for the film soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Uh, both really good. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Sufjan fan. Mm-hmm. Also, one more thing, because if there is someone who is listening to this, and my friends who I've actually brought this up and said they're not going to watch the movie because of some of the scenes I brought up, um, what's good about them is that they would be absolutely open to a talk about it and they wouldn't just be like oh you guys are dumb like of course that's not the case at all they would be like you know what that's actually probably a fair point and they would probably want to discuss why why and i actually would i might mess i might reach out to a couple of my buddies and say hey could you i'm gonna keep it anonymous could you tell me why you wouldn't want to watch something like that and just tell me and then and then i'm gonna ask them why you do or do not think that's a little homophobic i think that's a great discussion topic um, and could be something to comment on. But let's get it back to light and airy. Let's get it back to light and airy. Let's not drive into the politics of things. Um, I just thought that was an interesting topic. Uh, Call Me By Your Name was a four out of five for me. Beautiful movie. Some explicit stuff in there that might gross you out, but good movie. Good movie nonetheless. Whew, wow, we spent a lot of time on what did we watch on me. Yeah. What did you guys mm-hmm. watch this week? Max. <laughs> I haven't watched any movies. Um, I haven't. I've fallen off. That's okay. Getting back into the swing of things. That actually probably helps well, us Well, I did watch... Um, you fr- lying bastard. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Friday, watched the second half of Infinity War. Because mm. uh, I think Jordan must have started it a while ago and came home with some Panda Express and just wanted to watch something while I ate. Saw that was on the continue watching thing. I'm like, sure. <laughs> a little panda, uh, so a little uh, Thanos. What if Jordan was looking forward to watching that? Well, last he watched half? it with me, part oh. of it, and then he went and did his own thing. But oh. um, it was still cool. Still cool movie, guys. Ageless. Yeah. I wonder what. Uh, just... I wonder what our like our kids as kids will think when they see all these movies. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I mean, you know what I? Let's, well, Tim. Did you before we go into Avengers stuff? There's memes being passed around the <laughs> table. We're not going to bother you with trying to you know, describe we them. But we haven't we, explained what, a good meme. One of our segments should just be describe meme. <laughs> just because we do describe it all. Describe it, Max. We this is a Godzilla poster. Um, and it's Godzilla from the new Godzilla movie. This is the worst episode ever. And, and it basically just says. <laughs> I agree with that one. It Tanner. basically just says. Instead of Godzilla, where the typical title would be, it says, okay, so basically, I'm Lizard. Excellent. <laughs> and that's all it is to it. Tim, did you watch anything this week? Let's move on to end the news if you haven't. No. Okay, so we're going on to, well, let's talk about some headlines. And something else you guys are going to notice, we're not going to be breaking up things with segments. We're kind of keeping it f- free-flowing. I-, I think this is actually makes things a little bit better, but one thing I'm going to try and do, and I'm going to talk to Jordan about, is implementing the hotkey system. So if I had a little hotkey pad here, and I said, let's talk about it in the news, and some of you people are like, hey, man, I like the news sounds. I like that a lot. And I'm like, well, hey. We're going to work on something so I can keep talking and say, let's talk about something in the news. Hit this button, and it's going to play the news sound, and we'll keep talking as it goes in the background. So it's kind of a nice transition. It's not a hard cut, but it's a soft cut. Gentle. Soft. It's going to be gentle. It's going to be as gentle as an apricot in a Italy farm. Hold me like a, a baby. Oh, <laughs> 
Oh. Tanner's face. I'm going to keep you, pulling on this yeah. cord. I'm sorry. Stop fucking man. moving. I'm sorry, you man. Need to stop drinking so I much just, coffee. You're so I needed, I needed this coffee so bad. I was going to I was going to die. Ice coffee, a little half and half, two pumps of caramel. Not too bad. Not too shabby. Mm. Mm, yeah. In the news. In the <laughs> In the news. Um let's talk about the Avengers teaser first. One. Wow. What a great teaser. They cannot They are God, they are so good. They are so good at getting you pumped up for this movie. Oh, I know. They did a great job with Infinity War, but that scene of them, like all the three of them walking towards Thanos on, uh, is it Thanos or Thanos? Thanos. Thanos. Walking towards Thanos on on uh, wherever they are kind he's of just sitting there with a sword <sighs> man it I is super pumped and, and he's like and this brings you back to me i'm like oh my god they have done such a good job say what you want about some individual movies some a lot of them a lot of them are mediocre a lot of them are great but man have they nailed for the most part the avengers movies besides two avengers age of ultron sucks i hate that movie but Avengers 1 was amazing. Infinity War was it, it great. It didn't suck. It just wasn't as good as the first no, one. I, was oh, I hated Age of Ultron. Definitely so boring. walked out of the theater disappointed with Ultron, which yeah. is, was very strange experience yep. for me because up until that point, mm-hmm. like I was all in on the MCU. Yeah. And then yeah. walking out of Ultron, I was like, that wasn't good at all. all. Yeah. They made it seem like it was going to be a darker movie. Right. That was the biggest thing. The marketing thing. for yeah. it with yeah. the, the like, creepy you never, There, are, there are no strings on me. Yeah. It was a beautiful. I was like, oh my God. They're going to. James, uh, James Spader is going to kill it. Mm-hmm. And then it was but a comedy. The, and Ultron the, was a joke. Part yeah. was when. Um, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch meet up with Ultron in the church, mm-hmm. and he is—he's going on some rant or whatever. But it's like he forgets the word "children." Has to search for the word "children." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Oh, what are they called?" Oh, yeah, children or something along yeah. those lines. And I was so- like. When <laughs> so much force, you're humor. a super robot, man. You yeah, can't. Yeah, like it you, wasn't even. F- yeah, funny. It I wasn't know. funny. It wasn't funny at all. Uh, I, that is Age of Ultron is the home of the worst, worst joke in Marvel history and the greatest example of forced humor in Marvel history with the language line from Captain America where he goes language. Oh. That was kind of funny. Oh. God, in the moment, I yeah no, dude. When that scene happened, I'm not joking, and I'm not saying this just as, like to be a hater. I cringed. I cringed hard when he said language. It wasn't the language bit. It was when Iron Man goes, "Did he just say language?" I'm like, "That's a third grade line." That sounds like, "Did he just say that?" And then every the whole class starts laughing. Oh, I, so bad. That bit didn't bother me. I'm mostly just because I was. In the theater, surprised to hear Iron Man just go shit, because <laughs> like, yeah. that wasn't very common yeah. in PG thirteen movies, at least not in the MCU back yeah, then. Yeah. For them to just right, drop right. So, oh, something like that, yeah. And in Age of Ultron's win, you know, that was the the one good thing is that was the last time we saw like <laughs> I, can't, I can't even go, I can't even finish the joke. I was about to make a jokingly. Uh, sexist comment a black black widow <laughs> as a joke but uh-huh. I, I held back because i oh, didn't God. know if that would register we appreciate well. that thank you for holding <laughs> i didn't back. know if that would register well with as, as a joke because i would have been joking but it wasn't yeah i will 
the, the the thing I didn't like about it the most was yeah, Ultron wasn't really an intimidating villain. Yeah, it just wasn't a good movie. He got I, his ass kicked you know, time after I got, time. I, after I checked time. my I checked my phone for the time during that movie. I was like, geez, how much longer is this movie going to go? During Aquaman. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> uh, although Aquaman is I do, much better than Age Ultron. I do really like how they handled the ramifications of that movie in the Civil movies War. afterwards. Civil War, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and Iron Man three. I do like that Civil oh, War. Oh wait, no, that was before Civil Iron War. Yeah. Then decided to be like, hey, there's collateral damage happening during this, but like in the movies themselves, as they were happening, like. They wouldn't ever was, show anything like that. Like there is a part in um, Age of Ultron where like there's a car with a family in it. I think that's about to fall off the edge of Sokovia when it's mm-hmm. flying up in the air, and like you think that was about to be a heavy moment, like Captain America watching you know innocent people mm-hmm. die, not being able to do anything. But someone ended up saving them anyways, which kind of yeah undercut well, it. So that's that's the but, that's a Marvel that's a Marvel trope is undercutting the drama 100% when you're about to get something heavy. Infinity War is the only one that actually went full in and even though it sounds like they're about to reverse all that which of course they're going to reverse it but I will say once the Russo brothers is this table scooted all the way against the wall? No. Let's scoot. Why? Uh, Has it always been that way? It's fine. I just didn't want things to fall off. No. I just didn't want things to fall off. fall off over there. I wanted I just wanted security for you. That's it. Like an inch there. Uh, Anyways (laughs) I was going to say, uh, once the Russo brothers took over, that's when the MCU really exploded, I would say. I mean, outside of just yeah. Iron Man. Um, but let's get back to the teaser trailer. I thought it was really good. It was intense. It's dramatic. It's mm-hmm. dark. I'm so excited for this movie to see exactly how everything ends, to see what comes next, because you know you know they're going to show you what's coming next. Mm-hmm. They're going to give you a hint of what's to come. Did you see Galactus, like the little peak of Galactus at the end? What? I didn't see it. It's I made that up. It was nice. This is the first teaser for this movie that I was actually like, okay, yeah. here we go. Yeah. Like, there's some meat in it. Mm-hmm. And, and people on Reddit were like, oh, this is kind of spoilery. It's like, no, it isn't. It, 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 isn't it essentially no, it like- No, it isn't. All, didn't the Russo brothers say all they've shown so far is the first half of the movie? Uh, I think Kevin Feige might have said that like they're not showing any thir- footage outside the first yeah, 20 to 30 a, minutes. It's a three-hour movie, guys. Three hours long. It's not spoiling anything. They've The actual trailers, the second main trailer was a majority amount of just flashbacks with some of the new movie in it. And most of the trailers and teasers we've seen have the exact same shot in it. I think Black Widow shooting at a target has been in all three of the the trailers now. Some people, like, if you think the Avengers confronting Thanos in Endgame is a spoiler, you are a colossal <laughs> idiot. Twinkie. <laughs> I never saw like, it coming. If you think that Iron Man surviving the spaceship and reuniting with the rest of the team is a spoiler, yeah. you are a massive ding-dong. How funny. Like, how... <laughs> How funny How would that be? How dense could you possibly be when you watch the first teaser for this movie and you honestly thought, oh man, I hope 
Tony Stark doesn't He's suffocate to death in this movie those out in a spaceship without meeting any of the other characters again. Those are the same people who believe <laughs> that Black Panther are actually dead at the end. Like, oh my God, Black, they killed up Black Panther. And I'm like, Black Panther just made nearly more money than Avengers Dude. in the box office. You think they're killing off Black Panther? Of course he's coming back to life. Well, they Spider-Man, pre- they killed they're... off Spider-Man and its sequel's already announced. Yeah. Well, it's... no, Black Panther sequel's in the works Yeah, as well. it's like it, they killed off characters that are definitely getting sequels. Have Doctor Strange, Black Panther, ever... Guardians. Have you ever been on the Marvel Studios subreddit? Mm-mm. Um... Don't. It's a bunch of fanboys. It's... Well, it's fanboys, and sometimes I don't know how to put this diplomatically. Um, morons, maybe. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, I say that's appropriate. That, that's a good word. Like, there was some posts the other day talking about how um, in Infinity War, when uh, Wanda is zapping the Mind Stone off of Vision's forehead. And it, which is essentially killing him. You can see he's he cries a little bit, which I don't know how robots cry, but um, someone was saying that this is an homage to a, a famous comic book panel in which Vision's also crying, and like it's a completely different context. He's in a completely different pose. Forty three thousand upvotes. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's clearly homage, clearly an homage." Yeah. And only one person I saw in the comments was like, "Or maybe he's crying because he's getting fucking killed." <laughs> like, yeah. Like, the DC Cinematic, which is even worse it, on Reddit, is the same. There in the movie Shazam, Shazam stops a car from going off the highway. He like kind of stops it or stops the bus from going all the way off the highway from crashing off. Like I think that happens in Man of Steel or something like that, or in Superman. I think it happens in Man of Steel, and uh, someone took the screenshot of that and the screenshot of that says, "I love the homages in the DC universe." I'm like, he's saving a car from going off a bridge. <laughs> yeah. Is Man of Steel that much of a cultural? cornerstone that they put a reference into it like for a movie that happened four years six years ago i was like it's the dumbest thing these people could think of it's just so fan all over the comic book yeah it's it's bad it's bad and also if you comment anything that's somewhat negative in those they will downvote the living hell out of you absolutely bash you it's hilarious it's a Uh, bunch of fanboys yeah because that's how i feel i mean i'm watching like i'm seeing all these birds of prey leaks happen and i'm like not so far, like not one of these leaks pictures of Harley Quinn looks like Harley Quinn to me. Not a single thing. I don't know if you've been paying attention. You, I know you haven't, but there's a bunch of like because this is a very public. I shoot. saw the Joker leak. Yeah, that, that was April. Good God, thank God that was an April Fool's joke. But like all these leaked photos of Harley Quinn are her in just these like kind of trashy outfits, and none of them, none of them say like Harley Quinn to me. So I'm bummed. I'm bummed about that, but I, I, I'm not going to judge the movie too hard until I actually see it. Um, so yeah, let's move on to our next topic here. We're going to keep it comic booky. Uh, Joker first poster released. Todd Phillips posted a, the picture on Instagram and it shows a bloodied Joaquin Phoenix in his Joker makeup. Uh, and the title of the film is just Joker. And now it has the DC insignia on it. I'm still curious, which they probably won't because DC refuses to be organized in any way. I would have loved if they would have like launched this movie as a DC Elseworlds title where you can have your DC EU continuity, continuity. There you go. Thanks. I'm getting better at it. Continuity. I, had to, I got it myself that time. You didn't have to correct me. 
Um, but you can have the Elseworlds label where you can do these one-off movies with well-known actors who don't have to be tied down by a huge movie contract, and they can just come in, do a great performance, really study the character, and not have to worry about having to come back for every other movie. Um, so that's I, I hope they kind of launch that. But we're getting a teaser trailer tomorrow. What do you hope to see in the teaser trailer for the Joker movie that's gonna that that would sell you on this movie? Batman. Yeah. Great commentary. Thanks, guys. Um, another another I, riveting. Really, it's just like what 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 would excite you to see? Like we nothing really in particular honestly, about the I mean, character, but just trying to get a, a gauge of what the tone might be. Yeah. Um, what kind of Joker he is? What the plot's gonna be? The cinematography is huge for me too. How is the movie going to look? Right. Is it going to look like a comic book movie or is it going to be a very indie shot? I mean, it only has like a $50 million budget. So mm-hmm. it's you can expect a very personal uh, shot, a very um, intimate, intimately shot film, I would have to say. For me, I just want to see, I, I want to see Joaquin as the Joker in this, not just like Joaquin's character, who I believe his name is, Arthur Fleck in this. I want to see like him as the Joker at least for a little bit to kind of get a gauge on how he's going to take the tackle the Joker character. Mm-hmm. Where I'm just going to temper expectations typically with these type of releases, these type of teaser trailers, you're probably not going to get anything of the Joker until maybe the very end and you're going to see him as the Joker and maybe a line as the Joker. Hopefully we can hear him laugh. Yeah, it's important to have a good Joker laugh. It's important to have a good Joker laugh, but... Ha, 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 ha. Yeah, Beautiful. That would be my oh, Joker laugh. Oh, he, he, you know, ha, I'm just still looking at this poster. Um, the more I look at it, the more I like it. Yeah. Because uh, you just barely have uh, the Joker in frame here. It's sort of towards the bottom. Mm-hmm. It's just an interesting pose. His head's tilted back. You see his arms kind of off to the side. It... It's almost like is he doing like kind of like a theatrical kind of pose mm-hmm. there? Is he maybe falling or is yep. he? There's a. There's, it's interesting. It is. It is, and I mean, it's. You can kind of tell if this poster is gonna. If this poster is gonna indicate how the movie is shot, these it's very. It looks like it's gonna be kind of gray, kind of dreary, but the colors that are on the Joker here are popping. His red makeup is intense. You can see the blue makeup by his eyes are intense. He has this white makeup on over. Uh, the colors seem to be very vibrant on his makeup, but maybe the rest is kind of washed and dull, and they might be kind of going for that. I could be wrong, but that's kind of how I'm seeing this right now. Um, I'm just excited that Joaquin Phoenix is playing the Joker. It's it's only going to be for one movie. We, we know that. He's probably never going to come back and do this again because he's just not that type of guy to sign up for stuff like that, even though... You know, he was close to playing Doctor Strange. I think it came down to the fact that he was going to have mm-hmm. to be in multiple movies that he just wasn't. That's just not something. Which you just got to respect Joaquin for, man. He turned down the bag like that. He turned down the bag because he's like, you know, and not to dismiss, to discredit the other actors and actresses on that. He's just like, I'm, I approach movies from a more yeah. artistic way. Yeah, I mean, they have different interests and he's more of a diverse yeah. Actor where he yeah. likes to do different roles. And his and his movies are definitely very actor and actress influenced. It's a it's a collaborative movie in those type of I would feel like in those type of intimate shoots, smaller sets, smaller budget. So you can kind of can 
you can explore creativity here. Whereas the Marvel movies and the DC movies and these big budget superhero movies are very much a product than a piece of art, I would say, because it's a lot of money that goes into producing these things. And there are a lot of people who are above the directors, even executive producers, producers, presidents of the of the the production companies all have a say in these movies and it's it's very much i i think of these big cinematic blockbuster movies as more of a product than an actual piece of art um some of the some movies get away with with that and i mean maybe to tanner's dismay i would think that the dark knight is one of those big blockbuster movies that kind of can skate the line of being an art piece but also being a product um but that's why I respect Joaquin, and that's what makes me excited to see his take on the Joker. I do hope at one point in the movie, though I, I, I seemingly dig his his makeup here, the Joker is pretty iconic and pretty pretty much the one thing you can always count on with the Joker. Purple, black or white suit, orange, green, green hair, I guess red lipstick, but yellow teeth, but he's got to have the green hair. And he's got to have the white gloves, and he's got to have the all-white face. I hope we get um, Joaquin as in maybe face tattoos, <laughs> grills, in <sighs> grills. Yeah. What were they thinking, man? Like, if, if how how in their thing? Because David Ayer can yeah. only see things as L.A. Yeah. Well, how gangbangers? I mean, how in their think group is like? Okay, here's the thing: we could put the tattoos on the Joker. Now, would this make people upset? Yes. Okay, so we could leave Jokers without tattoos. Would this make people upset? No, this would not make people upset because they weren't expecting the Joker to have tattoos anyway, so let's just leave them off there. Okay, well, let's go ahead and put Jokers. Let's go ahead and put tattoos on the Joker then. It made no sense. So why would you do that? There's there's different creative things you can do with like his outfits, which they did in Suicide Squad, but it's... Yeah, tattoos, man. Um, but... Yeah, I, I want to see a dark, gritty Joker movie, and I want to see it respect the comics. I want to see it respect the comic history. I don't want it... The one thing I'm concerned about this is I am a little, little bit concerned that they're just using the name Joker, and this will have absolutely nothing to do with the character of the Joker other than it takes place in Gotham City and is the guy who dresses like a clown. What if the film is... That'd be interesting. Um, The Joker character... Before he's the Joker, he just tells How he this. How he kind of got there, right? It's him just kind of going about his normal day, and then the bulk, the longest part of the movie, a good thirty straight minutes, is him telling just this awful, awful stand-up routine, mm-hmm. and it's just bombing, and he gets heckled, mm-hmm. and then he leaves, and he's real mad, and then he just stab someone and then the movie that's the movie yeah <laughs> just it's like god <laughs> horrible yeah. stand upset yeah murder oh, credits yeah. roll yeah yeah joker yeah that see that's what that's what that's what god. concerns me is that like i i i'm excited but Honestly, I, I want it to be the joker by the end of the movie i want to be like that is i want to be i want to be surprised to... if it's not like till the very end where he actually looks like the joker i think that's probably what's gonna happen maybe like the last two minutes but i want to say like I want to leave that movie theater going, 
And that is the Joker is going to torment Gotham for years to come and torment the Batman for years to come. That's how I want to feel. Like, by all means, do all you want with his backstory. Do this art, art piece that you want to do, Todd Phillips and Joaquin. But by the end of it, I do hope it is the, the Joker we know and love uh, in Joaquin's take. So, um, What else is in the news, guys? What else do we want to talk about movie-wise? Oh, there was a new uh, Jesse Eisenberg film that is coming. I'm a huge Jesse fan. What was the uh, name of that? Jesse. Happy Talks? No. Um, uh, like the where he's like a kung fu fighter. He's taking like karate lessons or something. Yes, it yeah. is. I saw the trailer and I've completely spaced on what that movie's called. It is called The Art of Self Defense. Ah. Um, this is going to be a little indie movie. A man who is attacked on a random, uh, attacked at random on a, on the street and lists his local. Okay, let me see if I can speak English here for a second. A man who's attacked at random on the street and a list in a. Okay, this is just a poorly written description. Uh-huh. Yeah, blame and blame in, the words. A man who is attacked at random on the street and enlists in a local dojo led by a charismatic and mysterious sensei in an effort to learn how to defend himself. Um, I really liked the trailer. This is a different character from Jesse Eisberg, which I appreciate. He seems to be this timid, um, kind of weird... <laughs> described a lot of Jesse Eisberg's characters, but different. Jesse does this fast-talking kind of quirky character a lot. This guy seems a little bit more subdued and a different take, and I want to see more of Jesse's acting chops. Seems like we're going to get this here. Um, basically, what it looks like to me is, is the guy is about to be become unhinged. He starts taking a self-defense class, not because he wants to learn how to better defend himself, but from what the trailer portrays, it's like he wants to kick people's ass now. He wants to be a violent person because he's mad about what happened to him. Um, did you guys watch the trailer? Uh no, because I was yes. looking at a different movie. Mm-hmm. I was looking at Happy Talks. That's his work that he's actually. Mm-hmm. What do you think of this? What did you think of the trailer? Um, it seemed okay. I I almost wonder if it's like the trailer was almost trying to force a tone. Maybe like I. I was having a hard time getting a read of like what the movie's going to be. Is it going to be like mostly a drama that's got some sort of funny bits here and there, or is it going to be a funnier movie with some heavier moments, maybe? Kind of, or like a better balance between the two. It kind of was like feeling like a Nightcrawler type of thing to me. See, I don't know. I just it was like it was kind of it was darker and it had kind of some comedic bits to it, but it felt. A little too indie for me. Mm-hmm. Like, not that I have any problem with, you know, any kind of independent art. Um, I'm not, you know, a shill for Hollywood by any means, but it's just sometimes with indie movies, you can tell that, like, they can carry this tone where, uh, or this feeling where you know the movie's very pleased with itself and it's just kind of boring and flat maybe not as funny or as smart as it thinks it is for the 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 art of self-defense yeah yeah it could be it could be that um 
It's, it's always hard. I mean, it's always kind of hard to read these indie films. Are they going to be hits or are they going to be duds? It, it's it's always, they have a very, a lot of them kind of have that A21 feel. It's just like, not sure where we're going with this, but I'll watch it. Oh, and, A24? Eight, was it A24, not A24? Or you said A21. Yeah, I meant A24. But maybe or it's, maybe it's A24. I don't know. Um Oh, um, also, Apple announced their, this is something big, Apple announced their streaming service. We didn't get, we didn't talk about this the last time, I don't think. Did we? TV Plus, did we talk about that last week? We've uh, talked about. We've talked about, like, what we thought about. Services. I don't think we, it's, uh, I don't think we brought up, though, exactly what it was. So, Apple announced Apple TV Plus. It's a su- subscription model. We don't know what the price is yet. But it sounds like, from what I took from the keynote, is that they're going to focus on quality over quantity, which it's going to be a well-curated collection of TV shows and movies. And I think they're pushing hard the quality over quantity thing because that's how they're probably going to try and take a a jab at Netflix's overall stake in the streaming industry because Netflix is pushing out a lot of movies and TV shows and a lot of them are bad. A lot of them are mm-hmm. a lot of TV shows are good that they put out, but in terms of their movies, a lot of them are bad. With the exception lately of Triple Frontier, I actually enjoyed that. I thought that was a pretty good movie. Um, and a lot of their TV shows, some of them land, uh, like The Umbrella Project just recently. I love, I love Chef's Table. I love a lot of Netflix shows, but they do put out a lot of garbage as well. So I think Apple isn't even going to license which. Is really interesting. It, I don't know if they're going to license any shows or movies like Netflix and Amazon does, where they license these movies. They're on a streaming service, and though they don't own the rights to them, they've licensed them so you can watch them through their service. I don't think Apple's doing that. I think Apple's exclusively going to be exclusives, their own Apple exclusives, which I could be wrong, but it sounds like the their production label is going to be Think Different Productions, and I think it's actually a pretty dope hmm. label. I think it's awesome. Interesting. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on that, Tim? Any more streaming services you need to sign up for? Because right uh, now I'm with there's a lot I'm out with, there. I'm with Hulu, Netflix, Amazon, DC Universe. Get it, have to sign up for the Disney one, and then this would be the Apple one I'd have to sign up for. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I have Netflix and Hulu recently. Uh, I want to get HBO, Disney Plus as well. Uh, so I don't, I honestly don't know if I'm, I don't, I'm kind of appled out to be honest. So I'm not too excited for this. I mean, it's going to be a wait and see. Why are you giving me that grimace? No, I I, I agree. It is going to be wait and see. See what projects they put out. (laughs) None of the things they showed at the keynote really excited me. None of the shows where I was like, oh, I have to see that show. None of them came off that what way. What shows do they have? I know they have, they, Oprah's going to have her own show. Yeah, Oprah's going to have her own show. Jason Momoa is going to have some show where it's a post-apocalyptic apocalyptic earth where everyone is blind and they have to... Bird box. Yeah, <laughs> where they have to make way. It's, it kind of came off that way, but it, it's but it's kind of a years, years into the future and everyone's kind of in these tribes. It's kind of mm-hmm. a mix of like the... It feels like a mix of the... Uh, prehistoric times with uh, the future, I suppose. Um, Steven Spielberg announced a new show, which is going to be, it's going to be an episodic show um, about some old science magazine he used to read when he was a kid. Um, We mentioned Oprah. Oh, there's that 
there's the the morning show that has Jennifer Aniston and has Reese Witherspoon in it and Steve Carell. That looks like it's gonna be good. It's a it's a uh, drama, comedy drama. Um, so yeah, mm, I mean, it's something to keep it. It's 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 interesting. Definitely keep an eye out for it. They didn't announce any movies. They announced shows. They didn't announce a single movie though at the keynote. They're probably waiting to surprise people with movies if they have any in the works right now. Yeah. Um, which I feel like they do because they actually purchased the next Cloverfield. Actually, Apple purchased A twenty four. What do they really? Yeah, they purchased them. So oh. I think A twenty four films are going to be on Apple's streaming service. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, okay. I think that wraps up what's in the news. I feel like that's pretty much all we got for this week's uh, this week's podcast. Is there anything we didn't cover, guys, that you'd want to chip in on or want want to discuss before we get out of here? I really want to talk about us. But I want to wait for Tanner to see it. Yeah, so. and I, I want to see it too. We'll okay. do we'll do a us review. Fans, soon. I want you to bug Tanner and make sure that he watches it this week Absolutely. so we can talk about it next do week. Do not at me. <laughs> um okay, so let's see. Uh today's podcast was great. I thought we had a lot of great discussions. We talked about a lot of good movies, talked about the news, you know, what we do here. We do it well. So I love that. Thank you guys so much for being a part of that and listening. Um, we have a new Force Vision that's coming this week. Tim, Tanner, and I are going to talk about Star Wars Celebration and a couple other things that came out in Star Wars news. You're going to see uh, hear that this week. We're going to keep it short and snappy on that one. Um, but we're we're going to do a lot of, Tim and I especially, because we're going to Star Wars Celebration, are going to break that down, so keep an eye out for that. Um, let's see. We're going to, like I said at the beginning of the podcast, we're going to delay the Christopher Nolan podcast tale about Aprilish May. I want to be a little more prepared for it. We're going to have a new game plan, and I'm really excited for the director deep dive. We're really going to knock that out of the park when it comes. Uh, I just want to take more time to plan it because I don't want it to feel like just any old podcast. I want it to be uh, definitely an event that you guys want to listen to and enjoy and learn more about Christopher Nolan's films and enjoy our opinions on them. Um... Let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, I think that's pretty much going to do it. As always, you can reach us on Instagram at CinemaxticPod. Please give us a follow there. Twitter at Cinemastic. Gmail is CinemaxticPod at gmail.com. Guys, the best way for us to grow is for you to share this podcast with your friends, your family, your coworkers. Just a simple retweet on Twitter, a simple repost on Instagram, a simple share on Facebook. Truly, truly, truly means the world to us because when we gain listeners, we get bigger, we get better. Things go upwards. It's nice. It's really nice. So thank you guys so much for listening, and thank you guys always for sharing and subscribing and being a part of this awesome uh, podcast that we do weekly for your ear holes. Um, and that's going to do it for today's podcast. I think that's going to wrap it up. So as always, Tanner Rush at Danger Rush. Yeah. Say goodbye to the people for me. Bye. There it is. Tim. Tim, Tim, Tim Reichmuth at Tim Trist on Instagram and Letterboxd. Tim. Adios. Thanks so much for being here, guys. And as always, I am your host, Max Latham, at Max Fozzie on Instagram and Letterboxd. Give us a shout if you have any questions, concerns, comments, topics you want us to discuss. We'd love to break that down for you. Be sure to check out those movies we recommended that we saw uh, earlier this week. And, uh, yeah, let us know your thoughts. Let us know your thoughts if you think of anything. Tanner, how dare you end the podcast <laughs> I didn't think that with audio. that? <laughs> what the Oops. hell was that? We just need to redo Someone the entire podcast. This was the Cinemaxic Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Oh.